Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Mark Braybrook on this Wednesday afternoon. Thanks very much for your company. It is all thanks to Host Plus. And as we just were speaking about there with Dave Maiden, it's a, only the one Host Plus Cup show this weekend. Uh, it's South Logan up in Tully taking on the Northern Pride, which means that uh, there's plenty of clear air for the semifinals of the BMD Premiership. And uh, we've got two cracking matches as well. The Central Capras finished on top of the table. They take on Wynnum Manly at Rocky on Saturday. Then on Sunday... It is the Burley Bears at home to the North Queensland Gold Stars. We're going to chat to the coach of the Gold Stars, Gavin Lloyd, uh, a little bit later in the program. But I thought we'd catch up with uh, Tani Norris, who has joined us before on the program, of course, involved in uh, the development of the women's game in Queensland, but also uh, origin coach and joins me now. Tani, good afternoon to you and uh, a big weekend. We're down to the final four, eh? Yeah, it's exciting times, and thanks for having me. I'm really enjoying the the BMB so far. It's been a really good premiership, and it's been great to watch some of the players and the the up and coming players come around. So yeah, it's been really good. Is are you noticing an increase in the standard as the girls get to play more and more football on longer seasons and spend more time training together? Are you noticing an increase in in the competitiveness of of the games also, but also their skill sets? Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, the exciting part too, with the NRLW crossing over with the BMD this year, it meant that a, a number of the Harvey Norman under-19 girls could actually push up into those BMD sides. So we're seeing some real talent come through the ranks. And they're only like 18, 19 years of age and, and they're really standing out. And they've maintained their spots in the side, which is exciting. You know, there's, the Widom side have got a number of players that are only 18 that are currently playing and, and will play in the semifinals on the weekend. So, yeah, definitely the pathways and programs that we've got in place now, where we're really seeing that transition from the younger age groups through to the higher grades. It must also give you a great deal of satisfaction when you look at those teams that are in the semifinals this weekend. We have a central Queensland team in the Capras finishing on top. We have a Gold Coast team in Burley finishing second. We have a North Queensland team finishing third and a Brisbane-based team finishing fourth. I would imagine from a de- development perspective and someone for someone like yourself who is in charge of that and the coaching, it must hearten you wonderfully. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's so good to see the two country teams in there and, you know, being from the Burley Bears in the past, you know, it's good to see that the Bears have come through to make the semifinals again this year. But, yeah, the growth in the central and the northern regions is fantastic. You know, hopefully we it's not too far from seeing a Cowboys side in the NRLW system and, and that'll allow for a lot of those girls in those regions to feed into that side. But, um, yeah, there's some fantastic players coming through in the country, that's for sure. 
Uh, I managed, I was at Seabus Super Stadium on uh, the weekend for the Titans and Cronulla. And of course, the match that was on before was a tweed up against South Slogan. Geez, it was a game, and we saw some wonderful tries. The this there was a little, uh, I think it was. Um, yes, I was about to say from Tweed, little chip over the top. Not a, no, it wasn't even. I, I it was a chip over the top and regather before the ball hit the ground. Uh, it was yeah. uh, for those older listeners, and you're not that old, Tony. It was Phil, it was Phil Blake like uh, little chip over the top and regather before the ball hit the ground under the black dot. Thank you very much. It was a wonderful game in yeah. in very difficult conditions. Yeah, it was a bit wet out there, but yeah, Taranaki and a little chip over the top regather. It was a fantastic try, and I think it hit the try of the week for this year's uh, for this round. So, um, yeah, good to see the skill set for the girls. You know, obviously the kicking game was one thing that we really focused on for the Maroons last year, and there's a lot of girls coming through that kick off both feet now, and, and the distance and the kick, and and yeah, you saw the little chip and chase on the weekend, which was fantastic, but. Um, that's definitely an area of improvement that that's come through in the last twelve months. But that's also game awareness improvement, isn't it? Too. I mean, the skills are oh, there, obviously, but right. to have that game awareness must hearten you as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think you know, there's a lot of girls that have come from touch football backgrounds and and other sports, but just seeing space and and understanding the game now, you know, the girls are playing all the way through in the pathways, which is you know something that hasn't happened in the past. That, you know. With it from 12 all the way through to 18, we've got programs in place. So the skill sets are definitely there. And look, I'll talk to Clayton Sharp about this more next next week. I know it's not necessarily your area, but I was very impressed with the referee, young girl refereeing the game on, on Sunday as well. And that's another pathway. And it's another thing we need to focus on because without the referees, those girls that want to play the game can't. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's happening, you know, in the female coaching space and the refereeing space and, and the admin space for females coming through in, in operations roles with teams as well, which I think is really important. So, um, yeah, refereeing and coaching is obviously one thing in Queensland that's, that's taking, you know, we're taking it to the next level and seeing so many girls coming through. And even in the coaching space, we've got a number of former players that are now come back in and, and are coaching at a representative level and you know Chelsea Baker who's from the Capras region is actually coaching the men's A grade up there so okay. and she's involved in our under 19 space too so yeah there's there's a lot of opportunities now for not only players but in different roles in the game. And the Gold Coast Titans leading the way with the announcement a couple of weeks ago that Karen Murphy will be joining them to oversee the NRLW program there right across the Gold Coast and women's rugby league yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great for the Gold Coast, you know, with Murph involved there. And, and Murph sits in our Maroons program as an assistant coach as well. So, you know, been around the game for a long time. has been in the integrity unit, for NRL integrity unit for quite some time as well. So to see her transfer over and to take on that Titans role, um, it's great. for, And she's a Gold Coaster as well. So yeah. it's great for the Titans to, to get a big two like that to, to um, coach the side. And Tani, uh, also just little things like players at the NRLW level signing, you know, Millie Ball, for example, last week with uh, the Knights and the re-signing of players with various clubs is now getting media coverage in, you know, the Courier Mail, the Gold Coast Bulletin, etc., the Daily Telegraph in Sydney and so on. So when the women are changing clubs, it's now becoming newsworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that good? Well, you wouldn't you know, have, I mean, you've been around for a long time. Well, you must pick up the yeah. paper and see that and think, wow. 
Yeah, no, I think um, you know it's great, and and it's good to see the pushing, you know, the pushing the the bar higher, and and the media coverage is actually coming now, which is is so good to see, and you know the players deserve it. They're working really hard to increase the standard of the game, and and now they're they're getting the reward for it. So you know it's only a matter of time. We've already seen those two with Tamika and and Millie score those contracts to to see more and more players that are you know going to hopefully make a living out of playing regularly because they deserve to. The standard's there and I think um, it's it's not too far away from more and more of the players being in a, point, in a position to actually be full-time footballers. Well, the men's team is uh, named on Monday for Origin 1. How is your team looking? When What's the, the process now? What's your timeline? Yeah, so we've got a squad um, of 31 players currently sitting there at the moment and we've been doing some training sessions with those those players and then after the BMD grand final um, is finished uh, next next weekend we'll name the actual team so that'll be on the Monday the 6th of June we're looking at announcing the team to take on New South Wales in Canberra so um, it's going to be a hard, hard hard process to go through there's so many quality players that we've picked in this squad so um, and, and a couple of new players that have transitioned over from other sports with Ivania Politi and, and Emily Bass coming through from rugby sevens and, and really standing out in the NRLW this season this year. So, yeah, it's going to be going to be tough to get it down to the 18 players that we take into the state of origin. But, yeah, really looking forward to the process. Yeah, that's going to be great. Now, before I let you go, we better just get a little bit of an understanding. And as I said, speaking with Gavin Lloyd after the break about his gold stars, your thoughts, first of all, Capras, they finished minor premiers. It's been a terrific start uh, to the year in the Host Plus Cup for the Capras as well. And, their women uh, have been going great guns until the weekend. The Capras against Wynnum, how do you see it? Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game. I think, um, you know, Tamika Upton's playing some fantastic football and she's always such a threat out the back. So she's going to be really, you know, a big standout for them. But young Emma Packy has been going really well for them. So she's played in the Queensland Under-19s program last year and is playing in centre and, and she's been, you know, making so many good line breaks and has been really solid for them. So can't wait to watch her. And then they're just consistent across the board. Like that's what's got them through to the semi-finals, I think, is their consistency across all of their players um, and their depth of players at the moment. But, you know, Wynnum are a young side. There's a lot of the under-19 under girls that will be going to the Nationals that are in this side. And, and then you've got the experience of Amy, Amy Turner that's in, in the centres for them. And, and as I mentioned, Emily Bass, who's coming through with NRLW experience and we've picked her in the, in the Origin squad as well. So a couple of really strong players. But, um, yeah, it'd be really nice to see Capra's get up in this and, and um, hopefully make their first ever grand final, which will be exciting for them. And a quick tip, I'm not whether I should ask you with your, you know, heart maybe with the Bears, but the Gold Stars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think, um, yeah, the heart lies with the Bears there. I know. I know. But, you know, in saying that, though, the Gold Stars are such a strong side. There's a lot of quality players in in that mix as well. And, um, you know, a couple of girls, you know, Destiny Brill's been playing up there. Romy Tightsall's moved to the second row position. Um, you know, Jazzy Peters, you know, there's so many good players in that Gold Star side. But I just think the experience of the the Bears and, and the um, quality with the, the forward pack that they've got, I think, you know, Bears possibly will get up on that one. Get on you, Tani. Thanks for your time. We'll chat again soon. No worries. Thanks for that.
There she is, Tani Norris, with her thoughts not only on uh, the semifinals this weekend, but uh, Women's Rugby League in general. A break, and we'll come back and speak to the Gold Coast coach, Gavin Lloyd. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.